0: Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes, so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey, everyone. Amanda here. Welcome back to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. These are some of our most downloaded episodes ever so we had to bring back our star basically co-host at this point it's happening you know I haven't told her that but it's basically it's what's it's what's happening she's gonna be here all the time we're obsessed with her welcome back to the podcast Melissa my money mindset coach for some more you know short coaching sessions that you guys get to benefit from thank you for coming back Melissa for season two
1: Yes, I am so excited to be here. I am honored to be considered a co-host and I am ready to bring some more excitement, and get some more ladies talking about money so we can get more money in their pockets.
0: Absolutely, we need to put more money in the wallets of women. As you guys know, that's our whole goal. And at this point, we're really just trying to make sure that everybody is everybody like okay out there, you guys feeling okay feeling okay about those wallets, we need to get you comfortable with that uncomfortable moment before you're really going to be able to dive deep into your finances and really take care of them and just feel feel so free from them. So first up, we really wanted to talk to you guys about just feeling like you weren't good enough, that your work wasn't good enough, that your efforts weren't good enough, that what you were doing for your finances wasn't good enough. I can't even tell you how many times I've told Melissa this, or I'm just like, yeah, Melissa, it's great, but it's not good enough. And how many times she's had to tell me to chill the fuck out. I mean, I just, <laughs> she's laughing too. You she doesn't say it exactly like that. She doesn't, she doesn't um, usually bring it up like that, but Hey, that's what I hear. And that's what I need to hear because I've got those perfectionist tendencies without, I guess, with all of the pressure that comes along with that, and just never felt like what I was doing was ever enough. So I'm just so excited to have, you know, Melissa talk on this topic a little bit and give us the lowdown of, you know, what if you like don't even feel like a perfectionist, but you're so hard on yourself? Like give us some little money mindset tips, Melissa. I can't wait to hear again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I never thought of myself as a perfectionist because I knew that I didn't ever do perfect work. And I thought to be a perfectionist that that had to be your goal. But I realized that if you are withholding your work because it's not, quote, good enough yet, You have perfectionist tendencies. And the reason that this came to me so easily is because my oldest daughter, she's 10. She is a very dedicated student. She's smart. She works hard. She tries hard and she wants to get all A's. And she brought home a B in math because it's her difficult area in school. And I was telling her, you know, B is great. Like a B at something that you're not really naturally talented at is fantastic. And she was very down in the dumps about it. And I realized with that conversation, how she's learned that from me, because I am the exact same way. I'm not satisfied with B work. I am more so that if I don't think I can get A work, I'm probably just not going to do it at all. And that is the point where I realized in order to reach my goals, I had to be okay with delivering B-level work. And if I deliver B-level work consistently, instead of A-level work sporadically, then I'm going to get so much further than if I hold myself back because I don't have those perfect products to present.
0: Yeah, like all those tendencies, you know, that you are like, can I even start? Can I even? It's like paralyzing a little bit when you're we have that perfectionist moments of just like, well, if it's not ever going to be perfect, why am I even trying? And I'm just like remembering that TikTok sound, which I might be introducing for the first time to Melissa right now. But it's, it's not a sound. It's actually a song where it's like sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at it. (laughs) So like you kind of have to suck at it first. You kind of got to walk through it and not let it stop you because you quote unquote suck at doing something. Like for some reason, I just always felt like money and having skills with money and being able to manage money was something that I sucked at and I wasn't good at. And I was like, you know what? You got to suck at it a little bit before you get good at it. I've sucked at everything before I was good at it. Why would money be any different? So it's just kind of funny. And it's funny that I even messed that up. I mean, hey, it totally works with this whole vibe. Can't even worry about it. But yeah, you got to take those moments. And I was just like your daughter. Absolutely. I had one B in high school. I had a 4.98 GPA. I was killing it. Oh, it was just, it, it irked me so bad. I was such a good student and such a little perfectionist. And I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be what everybody you know, said like work hard and you get the, you'll get the results that you want. So I was trying so hard to work as more of a perfectionist than just like really what it should be is like, don't stop trying. You know what I mean? So like, don't let things get in your way of even paralyzing yourself. Don't let that get in the way of pretty great work. Like B, B plus work. I should have been totally fine with that. And I still remember the class and the teacher and everything. And it's funny because it was geometry. And since I like sew and work with patterns all the time. Like I actually use a lot of geometry. (laughs)
1: that is hilarious i
0: I totally relate with your daughter for sure so this b work life so like you're saying like i mean having a b felt so intense to me so wrong like i wasn't good enough for that a and that probably is something do you feel like that's like drilled into us you know just like over time like how do you think that comes about that stress
1: I think in general as women we tend to want to please others. We tend to want to show up as the person that the occasion calls for, right? When I'm in mommy mode, I'm doing mommy stuff. When I'm at work, I'm I'm work Melissa. When I am hanging out with my family, I'm family Melissa. And I think that We're really good at multitasking and we're good at making other people's needs a priority. So we think that other people need perfection from us. Like we think it because we want it for ourselves, but people do not expect perfection from you. If you show up half of the time, that's better than half of the people you're competing against. And especially when it comes to your money, you know, I used to think. You know, I have this goal to pay off my debt when I was trying to pay off my debt. And it felt like I'd take one step forward and I'd take two steps back. But in reality, if I just show up to a mountain and I move a single shovel of dirt every single day, I'm going to move that mountain. Now, if I just show up sometimes and I move 20 and then I throw up my back and I have to take six weeks off to heal and then I go back and, and I put my all into it too hard, you know when you're going 100% with that all or nothing mentality it's really easy to burn out and break down but if you just show up to the mountain and you shovel one load of dirt every single day you can move them out. so i think that part of it is just our natural tendencies and i think that we're hard on ourselves i know i'm hard on myself i know most of my friends that i speak to about it are really hard on themselves but other people don't expect the same things from you that you expect from yourself
0: That's such a good analogy, though. Like, I love the shoveling one, you know, shovel of dirt and eventually the mountain will move. I always think of it as like today I'm just trying to be one percent better than I was yesterday. And it feels very, very similar to exactly what you're saying of that 1%. So like today, I'm working towards opening another storefront. And in order to do that, I needed to put together a business plan, which you guys have never written a business plan. It's totally fine. I'm doing it now. And I got my, (laughs) my biz besties on the case. But anyways, so, so like, I was working on that a little bit. I worked on this kind of secret project I've got going on with some friends that's turning out to be really amazing. We're just seeing if it leads anywhere before we say anything. I put new rugs in the studio. Like I shipped out the two orders that we got in today within five minutes of them coming in just because I had the time available. Whereas yesterday, I was on TikTok Live for three hours talking over and over and over saying stuff and I shipped out 75 plus orders because we had a viral moment. So like literally after yesterday, doing this is kind of a good juxtaposition of like yesterday having 75 orders go out and Adrian and I just tackled those. And like I said, I was talking on live for three hours. I had no idea I was on there for three hours. I thought maybe it was like an hour. No, no girl. I was on there for two hours and 45 minutes and I, my lips were dry. My head hurt. I had to pee so bad I just everything was drained from me in that moment because I thought I had to be, you know, like perfect on this TikTok live. It was my first one. And I don't know. But some people like said some encouraging things. It was really cute. I got some cloud bread. I don't even know what it is. I got some diamonds, which eventually, I guess, lead to money. But I learned TikTok takes half of that. So I had to figure that out the hard way. Don't worry. I didn't even make like a penny, like total. But These diamonds equal something. Anyways, it's a whole thing. But my whole point is yesterday, I gave it well above 100%. I was in an AP class and I was ace in it. You know what I mean? Like well above that A work. And today, I barely had anything left to give. And so you're totally right. Like my energy levels, I try to work and flow with them. And I actually over time, and especially as I've been working like with Melissa over the past... Oh my God, over a year. I don't even know anymore how long it's been. But I haven't thought the same way about my finances in a long time. And we finally like about everything kind of set up ready to go. So it's not something that's on my mind. So I don't have to like flow with how I feel about my finances. I get to flow with my energy within the business. So like yesterday, I had all that energy, but I can't do that every day or I'm going to burn out. And I was like, woke up this morning and I was like, man, I'm just exhausted. Why would I be so exhausted? Well, Amanda, you talked for three hours straight yesterday on TikTok Live and you've never done that before. And it takes a lot of energy out of you. So today I did a little boomerang that's way different than a three-hour TikTok Live. And it wasn't even you know, it was like the B work day. It was kind of like that because when I strive for that A work and that all or nothing like mentality and that, you know, I have to get the A plus, I have to get the hundred percent. I burn out like immediately. And it's because I'm a human being and not a robot. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of an interesting juxtaposition of like yesterday being so intense. And then today, like I wasn't even able to do it again. There's no way I could have shown up in the same way. But instead of not showing up at all, I chose to take a small step and just chose to, to like do a few small things in my business. And I wore comfy clothes all day, which really, really helped. <laughs> I <laughs> wore some like really fun pants i got from target that are red and pink and it gave me a little bit of that energy to make sure that that b work was happening and honestly released a lot a lot a lot of pressure that i was putting upon myself now as an adult that i do think i heard multiple times especially when i was a student of getting the a and being <laughs> You know, being the good student meant I was the good daughter. Being the good student, you know, was meant I could help my friends when they were struggling with their homework. Like I could be there for all those other people. I could be on that TikTok live. I could be doing that for hours and hours. It's fine. You got it. It's totally fine. We can just do... (laughs) As much as we can do in a day and bringing it back to what Melissa said, that little shovel of dirt every day will move the mountain. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by this perfectionist mentality and kind of being super hard on yourself, maybe a way you could do is like think of how you would treat your best friend. Would you treat your best friend like that? Would you treat your family member like that? We're always going to be hardest on ourselves and allowing ourselves to have the grace um, that we offer to others, I think is so important. And I definitely need to follow that advice. I do not do that enough for my own self. So just thank you for giving me that analogy, Melissa. It It made so much sense.
1: You're welcome. And you know, a big thing is when you're a kid, your job is to be a student. That is your main focus in life, is to be a student and do a good job at that. But when you're an adult, you have to be... An employee, you have to be a business owner, you have to be a wife, you have to be a mother, you have to be a friend, you have to be a daughter, you have to be so many roles that it's just not fair to ask yourself to be able to deliver a quality work in every single one of those aspects of your life you have to be able to strive for balance. I'm starting to believe in my quote unquote old age (laughs) that there is really no such thing as balance. You let go of some things while you focus on others and then you go back the other direction. I don't really think that balance is something that's truly attainable. But I think that... Giving yourself grace to try things, giving yourself grace to show up imperfectly, and giving yourself the not just the okay to do it, but like feel good about it. Don't just be like, oh, I gave B level work today, but you've showed up, and B is still better than average right? If you just show up every day with the idea that you're going to deliver that, you are going to be so much further than if you show up every day thinking that you have to be at 100.
0: I totally agree. And I mean, like I said, it released so much pressure for me. And you're right. Like I'm a boss. I'm a homeowner. I'm a wife. I'm a fur mama. (laughs) Like I... I'm trying. I'm a daughter. You know what I mean? A sister. I've got a lot of responsibility on my plate that I didn't have when my soul, you know, goal and everybody was really, really focused on that A plus work. And I just, I have to, it would be spreading myself like way too thin if I were to give every single thing, every bit of my energy. And I tried to do that for so long. I mean, that was literally what my twenties were. <laughs> was going hard every day, doing everything for every person. and Like people can do things for themselves. It's fine. So at 30, I like started to be like, okay, everybody else is doing fine. I need to be taking care of myself, my finances, my life and what keeps me going. And I think what you were saying, like even C-work, like C-work is to me, it could stand for like consistency. And that's really what we're talking about is that we've consistently made these small changes over time. This isn't going to happen overnight. And as an entrepreneur, like stuff is thrown, you know, in my face every day. And I just have to keep moving forward. And so really consistency is one of the most important things I think for myself, my business finances, my mental health. But I agree with you, like balance is not really... I don't want to give everything 20%. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather give some things more and some things less at certain times. And it is hard for me to transition between all those things. But as I work towards opening my next storefront, work on this second season of the podcast and work on educational courses for all of you guys, as well as an app that hopefully can have like a directory of all the women-owned businesses around us and classified so you could get a job with women-owned businesses. Like, holy crap, that's a lot of stuff. (laughs) And some things have to kind of lay by the side and or go on the shelf. And as soon as I'm available or as soon as I have moved past some of these brand new things to me, I will be able to that I'm like really learning about right now. I'll be able to pull those things off the shelf and add them back into my life. But focusing on those things will help me move forward at a pace that I feel great about. And I've even like stopped pressuring myself about my own pace. So I I love this one percent, this one shovel every day. But how can like people relate this to their personal finances? The thing I keep thinking is like, you know, adding something, every paycheck, maybe into savings, um, just something, what's something really small and a great way to just get started with their consistency and their habits for their personal finances?
1: Yeah, I think that the most important first one would be creating a budget, learning your spending habits. If you can look... One day a week at your spending habits and start to get an idea of where you're at. If the idea of creating a budget right now, the all or nothing makes you think you're going to do nothing, then just take one step. So the first step would be, you know, figure out how much money you have coming in. Then when you feel comfortable that you can take another step, Figure out what bills you have that are the same every single month that they never change because those are the easy ones. Then once you feel comfortable, you can move on to the next step. Then you go to the variable expenses that change. You're going to take your best guess. And the whole idea is just if you push it to all or nothing, it's always going to end up at nothing. So just take small steps. If you save a penny, it's a penny in the right direction. And it's not just a penny in the right direction. It's a negative penny in the wrong direction, right? You didn't put that penny towards something that you didn't care about. You consciously put it towards something that matters. So even if you just pile up one penny a day, you're gonna have a mountain of pennies. So with your personal finances, it's really just about not pushing yourself so hard that you give up. And if you do, take a break, take a breather, pull yourself back together And then say, okay, I learned that that way that I did at that time was too much. What's a way? Let me take that and knock it in half or knock it down 10 times as small of an approach and try that first.
0: Yeah. Like I love that you said, you know, putting a penny forward, you're going to have a mountain of pennies eventually. Like that is totally so true and makes so much sense. Like you guys, those small steps, like she said before, like two steps forward, three steps back, like... You have to kind of ebb and flow with it, but when you take... Two steps forward, sit in that moment, understand how that feels. And that little bit of motivation of like, I did this for myself, for my future. I did this for to like really have that consistency and that habit that will pay off for me in the end when I have my mountain of pennies. No matter what money is, it is just a mountain of pennies to be real. It could be a mountain range of pennies eventually. Um, but yeah, like it, I love that she had said that. That was really cute. And I even like, you know, Say a penny a day feels too much. Like, okay, a penny a week, a penny a month. What can we do? Start saving that change. Dig it out of your couch cushions. Dig it out of your car. Put it into a little piggy bank. love me a piggy bank. I just started collecting them, which I know sounds weird. But they're all hand-painted and they're really cute and I love them. But anyways... (laughs) So like, yeah, just start it as small as you can think of. And hopefully, you know, we've kind of given you some of those steps today and some of that pep talk that you needed. But of course, I want to thank Melissa for being on here, being my money mindset coach and sharing things that she has had to coach me on with all of you guys. So Thank you so much, Melissa. And if you want to plug how they can follow you and plug how they can hire you, because I'm sure all of them
1: will want to tell us all about it. Where can they find you? Yeah, so Facebook, it's Melissa Blandford Coaching. Instagram is The Real MB Coaching. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at melissablanfordcoaching.com because I'm super original with my titling. <laughs> um, yeah, reach out to me anytime. I'd love to talk. I'd love to help you plan how you're going to do your b level work moving forwards so that you can reach your goals.
0: I love it. I love this report card idea. Just B level. I'm down with the B's. Let's go. All right. Well thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.